Hey, what's going on, guys? We've got another episode of Hope and Mum and Dad podcast. I'm Fuzz, this is Becky. We are trying to start a family and we need to do some IVF treatment to make that happen. So uh, we do a little intro at the beginning of each podcast just to sort of say hi and to say thank you to people um, and to sort of give a little bit of a flavour of what's to come. But uh, yeah, so today's podcast, uh, we'll jump into in a second, is with a good friend of ours, uh, Kev, who is on an IVF journey himself um, and he's got a pretty pretty cool story a lot of positivity around it um, and he talks about uh, dealing with male infertility and some of the sort of harder harsher realities of coming to terms with that when you might not have a great support network around you at the time um, but it's got a positive ending so it's pretty good so I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it because we're trying to tease you into listening mm. to the full episode or watching the full episode on YouTube but before we go forward we just want to say uh, massive thanks to all the previous guests that we've had on we've been you know we love keeping in contact with the uh, trying to conceive community community I always yeah. say hoping to conceive because I'm dyslexic and the podcast is called hoping to conceive <laughs> hoping mum and dad yeah so we love you know we love yeah touching pace with everyone and it's nice to be part of a community and not feel so alone because it does suck just waiting for ages and that's all we seem to do is just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait yeah it's also been great just to talk to so many people local to us um because obviously it affects people all over the world and all across the country um but a lot of the people that we've had on the podcast so far have been based in south wales um, so it's been amazing that we are literally making friends and building our support network and friendship network um, while we're doing it. So we can't wait for lockdown to finish and to like get in touch. I'm just, um, I'm faffing a bit. And if you're on the YouTube channel, you can see mm-hmm. we've got our list of topics. Um, and um, Becky is the fat controller, as she would say in her, in yeah. her house. Fat controller. Fat controller. Not fact. Yeah. So, um, I think this is definitely an interesting episode for everyone, but particularly if you have a male factor fertil- uh, issue with your fertility journey, um, just like we do. Um, so Kev is a really great ambassador for what he does for the male side of infertility, and he's championing yeah, I mean, it's, men it's, talking about it, really, so yeah, definitely yeah. listen. This seems to be a lot more support for women in general. Yeah, that's what we it's, found. It's just a, it's a weird thing, but um, and obviously... When you listen to the episode with Kev, you'll hear his story and stuff like that. And um, yeah. yeah, it's nice to know that, like when when negative things and bad times happen, it's nice to know. It's nice to hear about them when they turn around. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would love it if someone was going through a similar thing, listen to it, because you know I've been in situations before, maybe not with the IVF stuff, but like with things in general. And mm-hmm. um, when you hear about someone going through something similar and then it turning around, then you think. Well, it's still shit, but at least someone else got through it. And Kev's really vocal. Um, you, pardon me, got, got um, I got the the wrong talkies. <laughs> but Kev's really vocal, and he, he's all over social media, and yeah. he encourages people to drop him a line and to get in touch and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, he's so. a good ambassador for raising awareness. And in other news, um, nothing is happening with our fertility journey so far. Um, nothing. No, we're just waiting still, but um, Caitlin and Lee, trying to be three, are another couple that we've had on the show, and she shared on her Instagram on Tuesday a lot of information that she had from the Wales Fertility Institute, um, which comes down to basically they've got about 400 patients on the go that they're trying to slowly make the way to contact and they're operating across the Cardiff and the Neath site um, and basically if you've already got a frozen embryo at the Cardiff site then you'll have your treatment at Cardiff if not I think most people will be traveling to Neath and I think they're doing a lot of um, consultations via video conference call and IVF via, conf- IVF via Zoom yeah and here's your pot yeah and for those people who have started their treatment um if you haven't had a scan in the last six months then i think they've said that they need to renew your scan to see how that's going and there was a lot of information from caitlin it was really helpful um so go and check out her instagram page at caitlin and lee try to be three um she may have posted that story to her highlights so and if not then i might ask her to do it and be cheeky yeah (laughs) because it was really useful for anyone having fertility treatment at the Wales Fertility Institute and yeah should we go over to our interview with Kev 
yeah let's jump in hi, enjoy Kobe. hope you enjoy it yeah hi kev welcome to the podcast i am it's lovely to have you on um how are you i'm uh, i'm good yourself yeah we're both really well um so it's we invited you on because um i found everything you're doing on the man cave on instagram really interesting because you seem to be championing um the male factor side of infertility and and everything that goes along with it and i think what you're doing so far is amazing thank you very much mm. yeah trying my best so do you want to tell our listeners a little bit of context kind of like who you are and what you're doing and why uh yeah so uh, i'm kevin and about six months ago i decided to set up a page called the man cave over on instagram uh basically to spread awareness uh of male infertility and mental health because i believe they go hand in hand mm-hmm. And it's something I strongly relate to. Um, I think about seven, eight, seven or eight years ago, uh, I found out I was unable to have uh, children. And um, it just changed my life. Uh, at the time, I lost my girlfriend, uh, my flat. Uh, I got made redundant. And I was in a bad place. And um, Were they all related? Yeah. Uh, would, is this bad luck? It all happening at once? Or would they uh, kind in of... A, in, a, in a space of a year, I'd say, guys, to mm. be honest. It was just... It was having the having the results back, and then arguing with the, my partner at the time, and then like the the work, and they were they were laying off, and yeah, it was a mix, mix of stuff over over a space a couple of months. It weren't all in one day, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Still, even within one year, that is so much but to go through. What I meant, like, is related. It all kind of had a knock on effect with each other. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a yeah, shit. I, that's a shit. I yeah. <laughs> I think we just go through the emotions. I think I was in denial, angry after having that those results, and then I was arguing with my partner. The relationship broke down, and then there was a job, and then I had to move out to the flat. And yeah, it was uh, it was tough times, guys. Yeah, it sounds like you. Yeah, you really went through the mill. So, um, kind of what what brought you through to the other side? Like, it's, I I know we both me and Fuzz have struggled with mental health in the past and you know like it's a spectrum isn't it so you can have days when you feel really rough and days when you feel great um and what did what kind of techniques did you use to kind of help you feel a bit better uh well I met my amazing wife for a start yeah oh Uh, good I gotta give her a lot of credit but um I took up running I did to be honest running helped me I uh I took my anger out on the pavements but Mm. uh I don't enjoy it now, to be honest. <laughs> but going going through the early stages of dealing with it, I think running and um, listening to podcasts has, has helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess um, I think there's quite a lot of overlap. We got quite a lot of similar uh, it, interests, is the wrong word, but uh-huh. I mean, like the, we've got the same sort of experience a little bit because I, I I'm quite I. I'm not like a peak physical fitness person, but I uh, I do suffer with mental health, anxiety and depression. I have done since I was like 18, 19 in university and stuff. And um, But I've always tried my best to keep active and keep fit. And I find that like as you get older, uh, the more crucial it is to stay physically fit, to like keep mentally fit. Yeah. Um, so like I, I signed up last year to do uh, a, a triathlon. I gave myself like 60 days to do it. And I was just like... <laughs> It, it was wherever. mental. Yeah, I mean, it, it it took longer to do that because the race got cancelled. But um, and then this year I was meant to be uh, racing uh, Ironman England uh, because Wales was sold out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'd much prefer to do Wales, but <laughs> Wales was sold out. And um, yeah, it's to raise money for mine. So, but this was kind of aside from the uh, fertility stuff because I think I'm quite lucky with the the fertility stuff because like once uh, when we found out we had some issues that we couldn't conceive uh naturally and uh, we got checked out and i had a low count so uh like straight out the gate it was kind of like you know it's my it's me and i was kind of relieved that it was me because in a way because i was like i I'd, I'd, I'd rather beat myself up about it than like let you well not let you but like have you worry or whatever not that <laughs> but yeah and then the thing is as well like i'm quite not blase, but I'm like, oh, well, what can you do? You know, mm. like, I'm not like that with everything, obviously. But um, with fertility, I'm like, you know, it's genetic. I've got a low count. I've tried to change things up, but, you know, like wherever. So, but it's interesting that I can, I'd rather it be me than it would be you. Mm. And you 
think and worry and not you know not yeah. like yourself and stuff did like what, what did you think about um how did you process it when you found out that um you know that having you know issues and stuff was your the male side of things like how did you first kind of think about it when it came about for you yeah i uh i struggled big time i did guys to be honest and um yeah for, for a year or two i was uh i was drinking heavy and shame to say i was taking drugs as well and uh yeah i've, I've gone past all that all thanks to my uh my wife nikki and um she changed my life don't, don't mean I, take, I took up running and i think you gotta have a purpose guys or take up something you love or just put, put everything into something and get your mind off it. And uh, that's what I did for at least two or three years. I, I took up the running. But mm-hmm. I, I, I know what you mean about um, even when going for the IVF, if you feel like you want to change places, don't you, guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's tough, guys. So how did you meet your lovely wife then? Because she's obviously, like, huge, so important. Social, uh, yeah. social media, uh, oh, plenty cool. of fish. They, oh. they, 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 Amazing. But that was, that was another thing that, that year I was struggling with, I was meeting girls and you get you get to a stage and I had to speak about kids and I, I'd blow the woman out. And uh, I'd done the same with Nikki. I, I, I fell in love with her from day one, but she was talking about kids and I thought I can't I can't put it through this. And a couple of weeks late, I, uh, the next day I texted, I said, uh, we should stay be friends. And a few weeks later, I dropped in a message and the rest is history. We're married now. And, uh, oh, lush. How did that conversation go, though? Like, when, because you must have had to address it, at, you know, uh, fairly yeah, soon. Yeah, well, we were messaging and I, I, I had her on my house and we spoke and uh, she said, look, is, is other options? Like, it's not, it's not the end of the world. And uh, oh, it, was, it was a relief to hear, to hear it, to be honest, because I... I'd been through the mill, like basically yeah. speaking to other girls as well, and to have someone who would accept me for who I am was yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah, music to your ears. And so, were you <laughs> like, because I've never had to even think about this because I've only ever been with you since I found out mm. that I've got a low count and all that kind of mm. stuff. But did you just assume that, like, when that conversation came up, that, um, you know, before you talked about it, did you just assume? that it was going to be like a deal breaker and that was it and you know they... yeah yeah I thought, yeah yeah i was scared i was scared to let women know to be honest and yeah yeah it was it was a bit of a deal breaker like uh like my past relationship my ex-girlfriend she she wanted to conceive naturally like so mm. i can't you know, it was kind of selfish in a way like maybe i didn't fight for it even more but i People got their own reasons and why they want to, do you know what I mean? So I weren't stopping people. Nikki could have been the same as well. Nikki could have said I wanted to conceive naturally and yeah. she would have moved on. It's just one of them things, guys. Yeah, you sound like, I mean, it's so. it's been really, like you said, a rough ride for you. But I'm so glad that you found Nikki. Is it Nikki? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, got married. So that's lush. So how long have you guys been married? Uh just past a year now yeah you oh, lush and i noticed as well um because um on your instagram did you win a competition recently yeah yeah uh, that's crazy but yeah uh, yeah free, free cycle of ivf in uh, california that's wow. insane isn't it <laughs> how so, did that come uh, about um it's funny uh I posted it a few weeks back. I did on my Instagram. But if I see competitions, I'll always post it on my page. Yeah. And I posted it saying, guys, it's too far for us. Like, <laughs> get on it. Like, they're giving away five free cycles. And that's very rare. Yeah. yeah. And I put it on it. And then two weeks later, I checked it. And I seen hardly no one was entering it. So I thought, well, we got to lose. Like, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I posted a video. I that's something funny and stood out, and uh, yeah, we were one of the lucky fives, and uh, we can't get over it. It's insane, isn't it? So, uh, so are you going to pursue that as soon as you're allowed to fly, kind of thing? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, look at the new year, but it's all up in the air at the minute. We haven't, we haven't heard a great deal from him, and uh, yeah, we we waiting a year from him now. We are. Yeah. So what what is the uh, the the prize, the competition, or whatever, is it it's five rounds of IVF, but you've got to get yourself... No, it's one, no, one, one round of a uh, cycle, one IVF cycle it is. Okay. They were giving away five, giving away five right. free on the competition. So five couples are won it all over the world. So, yeah, it's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty amazing. They must be, like, a world-leading, like, a pretty good clinic to be, like, trying to get people in from yeah. all over the world. So And also, yeah, yeah. I know it's obviously a difficult thing to go through, but... 
amazing that you'll be able to do it in California. Like, have a little holiday out of it. <laughs> have you guys? Have you guys <laughs> yeah, ever been like to America? Next holiday plan. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, probably go. For, probably go for a week or two. Like, make the most of it. Yeah, mm. that's so, but, uh, so cool. I was speaking to someone. I was speaking to someone the other day. because uh, we had our art set in Norway, we were going to look to go abroad because we had. Um, we had two cycles on the NHS and uh, they were failed. We went uh, not far from us, guys, uh, mm. Port Talbot Way, Neath. And um, yeah, so we were looking for an option going abroad and uh, we were speaking to a doctor over in Norway and we fell in love with the guy, to be honest. So we had our heart set on that. Yeah. But winning a, co- winning a competition has changed everything now. <laughs> yeah, you can't really say no, can you? I know, I. Um, yeah, so could you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the the rounds that you've had on the NHS so far? Like how that worked out for you? Did you, were you both kind of like, did you know exactly how it worked or were you both kind of figuring it out as you go along? Yeah, basically figuring it out. It was a tough old process. We had uh, two cycles. Like we are lucky guys. A lot of people don't get the f- three cycles on the NHS and uh, we had one round of IVF, which didn't work pretty much. And then the XC, we'd mix it up and try the XC and that didn't work. And, we had the counselling as well. We, we, we had to go with that, but we weren't for us. And But I do recommend other people try it. I don't know if you guys have ever had it. Or, no, no. Yeah, it was, We're still so early on in our um, journey. Mm. Like We haven't even had our first round of IVF yet. I mean, oh, no. we have been trying for three years, but we haven't got to that stage. So, um, yeah, talking to people, we're learning a lot from you. Yeah, well, yeah, we're, it, we're just learning how, how things work and like what actually can be done and... But you mentioned the counselling. I don't think anyone's really talked about counselling too much before. Like, what is that? Is that counselling if things don't go well, or is that counselling? I think, to be honest, guys, I can't really remember that much about it. I think I think we were offered it. Yeah. Part of the procedure and that. I think uh, we had two or three sessions. Our sessions on the set. Me, my wife, and the Mm. me and the counsellor. And um, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. But I, I. you got nothing to lose, guys. If you get if you get offered it, I like, take it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I, we, we spoke about it recently. We'd rather it one on one. I don't know why everyone's different, but I think that's a, probably a good move because you want to not, you know, because you when you're a couple and mm. you go through something stressful, sometimes you might worry about saying the wrong thing and upsetting the um, the other person. Yeah, and yeah, I'm never saying. Totally agree with that. I'm laughing about that because I'm just thinking like. Becky wouldn't give a shit like she'd just be like no it's your fault (laughs) no I think it's you're you're completely right because even though you've been through the same thing together you've experienced different things and had different thoughts so it's definitely good to process it separately um so it's interesting that they do offer it you together and not separate wow so did you like we know in you've told us uh that in your case it's a male factor uh kind of thing but did, do you did you both get checked out and stuff like b- before you go forward? Like I I I'm really naive. I really don't know how any of this works. Like so, I was just interested. Yeah, um, Nick's fairly okay, but uh, when I got diagnosed, I had azospermia. They classed it as, but I think the name was Sotelli cell only syndrome, which is mm-hmm. really rare. And uh, we got a big family. We have uh, so I was in denial. Like I couldn't believe it. And uh, yeah, there's nothing really they could do for me. And it was basically two options, sperm donor adoption. And uh, like I said, Nick was amazing. Nick, Nick took it well. And don't mean she said it's not the end of the world. Like, so, yeah, yeah we, we, were, we were going down the sperm donor route. And that's another thing to process and that and, and yeah. pill to swallow and come to terms with, especially for the guy's side. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, kind of accepted it. Like, it's, we went for it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. Like you said, you, you're learning all the time, guys. I'm learning from other people as well. Like, Mm. so is that is that kind of the latest plan now is it that's the uh yeah yeah when we go to california now we'll be down the sperm donor route as well i don't know how it works for the banks out there we'd have to we'd have to see the guys over there and yeah yeah we we'll spoke to, to someone um uh lately um, it is Nick. yeah and they were talking about um sperm donor stuff and basically opposite way egg donor oh yeah it's yeah, the, same, it's the thing. same same yeah. thing but it's um but the depending on which country you go to, um, or which country you have it done in, they have different laws and stuff. Like, and they have different, um, you know, like when that child grows up, they get different rights. And like in South Korea, I think Ed was saying that uh, egg or sperm donors, you kind of like, even if 
it goes through and you have a sperm donor or an egg donor and get pregnant mm. the parents like have rights to it's not like do you it, mean the genetic parent yeah in korea yeah it's like they own or they ha- it's weird there was something yeah, yeah. i should i should yeah, yeah. Yeah, everywhere everywhere's different. I know with the Norway, we couldn't pick the sperm donor, they picked it for us, which was that's mm. the only issue I had with them, to be yeah. honest. Mm. But they, they, they match it to the near cat characteristics, but it's still it's still be nice for us to pick it, if I make sense. Yeah, yeah. having a bit of ownership because, over it kind of gives you a yeah, bit more exactly, power. Yeah, exactly, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Like because because we had the two free cycles on the NHS, we um we, we had we had a choice to pick it then. Like we had the website and we'd go on and we, we'd have a, had a bit of fun picking up people around yeah. like on sperm yeah, tinder yeah, yeah. <laughs> that big wheel like like spin the wheel that's basically kind of what you're doing in a way because yeah. like you know I think we was me and Beck were saying that um, if you do either have an egg donor or a sperm donor it's not like that child would be that child anywhere else it's like because you take on characteristics yeah. in the in the womb in the mother so. yeah we've read something about um when children are or babies are being generated <laughs> that's so yeah. not technical but when they're in vitro um say say if we if uh we used my dna my egg and uh fuzzer sperm and put it in my body um what ca- what comes out of me even if we used an identical sperm and egg and put it in your Nikki and she had the pregnancy, what comes out in the end isn't necessarily the same, even though it's the same DNA. Yeah. Because apparently there's some kind yeah. of genetics that happens in, in vitro, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like a positive, I yeah. think. Because yeah. it means like, you know, like even though you can't have, you might there might be restrictions on the control or the selection. Um, it's still your kind of, flair on it you know what i mean you're like a twist on yeah. it which is which yeah. is cool and i think it's it's good that you said you know you had a bit of fun like when you were looking on the sperm donor websites because i do think you know it can get really serious but taking everything with a pinch of salt and adding a bit of humor kind of mm. lightens the load a bit doesn't I was it just, uh, i was just looking for a bald welsh man <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it oh that's that's the other thing isn't it the whole conversation about nature and nurture too because it's um happens a lot with adoption probably you know the children who are adopted their their experience and their outcome wouldn't be the same if they were with their genetic parents as if as when they're with their adopted yeah. parents you know like you so, could have twins separated at birth and one of them yeah. could be raised by a pack of wolves <laughs> for the extreme <laughs> <Mowgli> style <laughs> yeah but so um have you spoken to your parents about uh you know, do you speak to your family or your parents, your extended family? About- no, nah, nah, not really, guys. No. It is a bit of sad, sad saying. I lost, I lost my mom ten years ago, and oh, um, I'm sorry to hear. was okay due to cancer, and mm. we were a big family before, and really close. And majority of families probably feel the same. Your family drifts apart. We still in touch and that, but uh, yeah, it's kind of that man thing as well. Struggling to open up to my dad. I remember when I had the diagnosis, and I told him, and he was like, "Ah, oh, why?" What, what does he know? What does he know? I said, Dad, he's a doctor. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, know, he, know, he knows a lot. Like, but yeah. he's an old man. And he's stuck in his ways. And do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard for them to. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's I, not worth when, getting when into it with him then. Yeah. When I'm struggling to understand as well on times, like, like yeah. you said. Yeah. It was interesting. And that's why I set up the man cave. The man yeah. cave to reach out to people like ourselves and then. Um, you learn every day, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a generational thing too. I think not just the IVF, but talking about mental health, um, and especially like you said, for men, it's it's um, it's it's ingrained in people. And I was only having a conversation today. I'm a teacher, and we were chatting in the staff room. Something had come up with one of the the young boys, but in the oldest year group, and he'd said, you know, when we go up to high school, if we show our emotions, we might get bullied you know and i i was really and you sad. said yeah that's true that's no, right bottle it up bottle it up <laughs> it's not a kid yeah. in my class but i was having a conversation with the teacher and i just said it makes me really sad because i thought that things were changing and and you know the whole stereotype no, it's way different even from when i was in school it's different yeah i'm sure it is but i, I think, didn't really i think uh, i think social media is, uh, plays a big part they're like 50 60 years ago you wouldn't you wouldn't have as much like um, mental health of 
about than that. And um, like like the suicide rate now, it, it, I read some of the other day, I think there's 126 men or women take their own lives a week. Like, and mm-hmm. that's just crazy. That's just crazy statistics. Um, like. Men uh, between 18 and 30 are the highest uh, at risk. Yeah. And it's this, um, you know, there's things they say which make sense. Uh, basically, like when you're a young man, you develop differently to uh, when you're a woman. There's something about like your frontal. Your brain is just not. You, you, when you're an adult, you're not an actual adult. Like you're still developing. You don't really like as like uh, you don't weigh up risks properly, and you have like you have like uh, wild behavior and stuff like this. Like, and I think back of the stuff that I did when I was eighteen to, 20, and I was like, oh my, like I, I'm like, <laughs> how did I knock it? How did I not hurt myself? I would like jump out of windows at house parties for a laugh and stuff. I'd be like, you know, just stupid stuff that you'd be like, what is the point in that now? Like if I had a son now and he and I found out about the stuff that he was doing that was stuff I was doing, I'd go nuts. <laughs> but yeah, like people need to and people need to talk about mental health um a bit more. And um yeah, circling back to the running, I really, really think that a lot of people um everyone suffers from mental health i think the modern sort of life that we live at the moment isn't really what we're meant to be doing anyway so it just makes things worse but like people seem to find it really difficult to do something new and different like exercise like but honestly just just get going like just do it just Mm. get a pair of shoes on get your running shoes on and go for a walk if you can't go for a run yeah but yeah i mean I've been, I've been struggling to get back into things now lately, running, because I hated it anyway when i done it before. But, uh, <laughs> so me and Nicky have and Nicky been doing a lot of walking. Like, that's so that's just as good. Trying to get back running, but... Uh, no, 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 like you want to be, yeah, yeah, you like be careful. Like, you want to yeah, be like, careful with running because you can really do yourself in if you're not, like, if you're a slightly heavier person. I'm a, I'm a bit overweight and I've got a... But I'm a weirdo. I, I just, I like... I like sort of beasting myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, if I can't sleep, I'll, I like I can run twenty five kilometers, but it's not nice. Yeah, I don't know who likes running, and I don't like running either. But I tried to do it the other day, and I ran five kilometers, and I thought that was like you ate, insane. You smashed it. I did, but but I actually ruined my leg in doing no, it. No, you were just you were just a bit stiff and sore the next day. I'm okay now, but I was literally <laughs> hobbling around for like four days, so I mm. I need to like get back onto it and like listen to my body a bit more but it is insane but i um like i said when i spoke to you on instagram i've only recently started following you but i've noticed you have kind of conversations quite frequently with people on on ig like live conversations to is that like trying, to, sorry on, on instagram, instagram. Yeah, yeah 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 just just trying to reach out to more men to be honest because there's, there's a lot of women there yeah. To speak about these issues now, but it's not not enough guys, and uh, it takes time. Like it's just taking me six or seven years to to accept, and uh, I think as soon as you accept, there's a lot of weight off your shoulders, and uh, mm. I'm feeling good now. Like I have down days, I put I, I even post stuff when I have down days just to let guys know, like it's, it's okay yeah. to have the down days. Yeah. And tomorrow, and tomorrow's a new day, and uh, yeah, mm. there's, uh, you just got to soldier on, guys. You know? Exactly. I think. Put one foot in front of the other. It's important to realise that if you're having a shit time is to think, I am going to have a shit time sometimes. Like, because I think when I was first figuring all this stuff out when I was like young, 21, 22, Mm. I'd feel like shit and then I'd be all right. And I'd be like, oh, thank God for that. It's over. And then I dread it coming again. It comes again. And then you you feel twice as bad because you go, oh, but if you kind of accept people get people feel like shit sometimes like you just go accept that you're gonna feel down and it kind of for me anyway it just it's kind of like sitting in a pool you just go oh i'm just gonna sit in the pool for a bit i'll get out i'll get out <laughs> in a bit and it kind of makes it better but yeah. um no it's, it's awesome to see that you're like reaching out and like speaking to people have you had um have you ever had anything uh any sort of uh like have you reached out to someone and you know, developed a friendship out of it or something sort of came out of it? Or? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've had men and women reach out to me and I've spoke to, uh, yeah, I've made friends. I've only been doing it for six months and I've done a lot. I feel I've done a lot anyway. Mm. And uh, yeah. yes, I've had messages, people who've been in the same situation as me, even men are saying they're going to leave their wives because of, of the same situation I've been in and they feel a bit guilty. Yeah. And 
they don't want to put their wife through it. And I, I've been here as well. And I'm like, yeah. look, there's no, there's no day tomorrow. Have a beer. On yeah. Tour. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's a bad thing, but I said, no, no, no. just to get your mind off things, go yeah. to bed. And then he messaged me back the next day and saying, Kev, thanks, mate. He said, I just needed someone to talk to. Like, and that means a lot then. Yeah. What I mean? yeah, it's so important. And I agree with you. Um, and I've mentioned it before in another episode of our podcast, saying that um, the, the voice around fertility and fertility issues is growing but it is very heavily feminine at the moment and there's not much male voice out there which is why I was so drawn to you um because I think it's really important to hear both sides of the coin and obviously like Fuzz said it resonates I'm rubbish, with us because I'm like I'm just really naive I'm like not not naive but like we got a problem book an appointment go to the appointment and luckily mm. I've not like got hung up on it but yeah. maybe I if will, I, you know, when, when things start moving. If, I, if I'm being honest, it's, it's such a great community on Instagram, but um, I'm not a big fan of Facebook and I find it's negative on it. I, I, if I'm being honest, I won't post what I'm posting on Instagram or on Facebook because yeah. I know the feedback, you know what I mean, and it affect my mental health then. Yeah. I, I, have, I have posted stuff, but it's up to me what I post, but everything, I, all my stuff goes through the Instagram. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, I just find it's negative on the other channels. So maybe that's just my opinion. No, there's actually um, no, there's actually um, a science in it. Basically, Instagram, Facebook wants you to stay on their platform. Uh, I'm gonna get. I hope I don't get banned <laughs> from bloody uh, Facebook. <laughs> but they want to keep you on there for as long as possible. And they find that when people are outraged and like angry and shouting at people, mm. that they spend more time on there. So they the algorithm allegedly basically promotes that negative behavior and that would yeah. that makes sense that like designed that, to instigate kind of yeah negative so like oh. yeah so and instagram is owned by facebook but it seems to be a bit more yeah i think instagram's quite empowering maybe, yeah. maybe in a few the uh, tournament is my confidence in it maybe next month no next i think you're right though I, I think there's definitely i think you really are like spot on because it, like you know people like shit posting and kicking off and like that seems to be, to be honest guys to be honest just if what, what i find i was speaking to someone the other day i'm uh i've raised money doing the running for, for cancer research and unless it's unless it's a, and the same with fertility issues unless it's mm. affected by you the other people don't want to know so yeah. like i'm doing uh, the west free peaks challenge this year now in august hopefully cool. If they let us out, then uh, yeah. that's for fertility. That's for fertility network. I know if I posted that on Facebook, no one would care. Like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not not affecting them. Maybe you should they though. Maybe you should anyway. Just to, just maybe you know. Maybe I probably will. Like I said, yeah. it's conference. Probably I will. But at the minute, I I feel like if if people if it's not affecting people, they, they won't they won't bother. And mm. that's just me. That's what I find anyway. Yeah, but then maybe people are affected by it, but they're just not talking about it because no, it's not yeah, out there. True. But it's just a double edged sword. What advice would you give to, so like, let's just, uh, this is a little hypothetical I just thought of now, right? <laughs> if we've got someone listening to the podcast right now, obviously not live, because we're not live, <laughs> but if someone's listening to this podcast now, their man, they found out that they've got a low count or they've got some fertility issues going on. And I don't know why, but maybe their wife doesn't know, mm. or maybe they found out in a previous relationship and they know, and then they've taken a chance They've met a woman, They it, things are going well, and they're dreading this conversation that's going to come up about kids. What advice would you give those people? <laughs> Whoa, big question. Thanks <laughs> uh, for that one. Doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be spot on, but you've been in that situation, so maybe, you know, I just thought like, you could maybe just nah, share it's, your... It's tough, yeah, it's tough, guys, isn't it? you just got to reach out and talk to someone, mate. As well, like, it's hard. It's hard. Don't know, right? Seven, seven or eight years ago, I had my diagnosis, and I remember coming home and I typed it in Google and I had an azospermia and a male fertility. Mm. There was nothing on it, hard enough. One or two little things, but nothing great. I'd done it last week, and the exact same thing is on it now. Like, there's yeah. nothing out there. There's really? nothing out there. So, so maybe I, avoid I Google. I don't know why you can see the guys now at the minute. You could say, oh, yeah, go on social media and look on Instagram. A lot of people don't use social media. Mm. So there's a tough one and they talk to their parents and they, they might be in the same boat that I was in. They're, they're not, they don't understand. So are you going to understand? And yeah. uh, 
is a tricky and to be honest guys it motivates me so much now and I'm passionate about it is the aftercare of having the diagnosis because there's nothing out there mm. yeah. like uh, cancer and heart disease and our people have counselling and they're mm. giving resources now why, why are you us infertility people and fertility issues why are we having the same care and uh I could go off on one now. Yeah, yeah so good. please do. No, but what I'm saying is, so like maybe if someone's in that situation and they're scared, they think, oh, my parents, they're not going to understand. How do I bring this up? Maybe one thing they could do is go to your Instagram, give you yeah. a follow and look through some of your posts because you probably talked about this stuff yeah. already. At the man cave and it's T-H-E-M yeah. underscore. Yeah. And I said the, website up, I said the website up as well. I'm putting stuff on here. You can go on it's easier to catch me all on the Instagram. Just go through the bio and uh, you can find mm. me through where you can. Yeah. And any, and feel free yourself, guys, or anyone out there that can direct message me and, uh, yeah, yeah. We can just talk and have a chat about anything. Yeah. It's so much better. It's crazy. It's, it sounds like such a little thing, doesn't it? But literally worrying about something, feeling alone, like you haven't, you can't t- speak to your family or, or the, to your wife or wherever, mm. talking to someone and being like, ah, a bit worried. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they go, look, yeah, I, it's a big deal, you know, you, that's something that you should be concerned about, like, you know, it's a big deal, whatever, yeah. but ultimately, one or two things are going to happen, and either way, it's still going to be here tomorrow, yeah. so, you know. I think you're right as Coco well. Coco agreed there. Yeah, our dog's um, barking in the background. I think you're right as well, like, it's shocking that you haven't got the aftercare there after you've been diagnosed. That's a big life-changing thing to go through mentally, you know, yeah. to find out, like, you might have thought from a young age, I'm going to have a wife and kids, blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, just being told, you know, no, that's not going to happen, or that might not happen, and then that's it. That's uh... like I listened to something the other day, and um, like maybe like in the future they could have screening for men at the young age over twenty one or whatever, so they could find out like like we said earlier, um, like a smear test for women. Yeah, yeah, people in a relationship now who've been together three or four years, and uh, like yourself, and and they're finding out now, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That they have infidelity or maybe infidelity. That is really interesting. Like couples, couples, yeah, couples break up, guys. Don't yeah. don't it, it would be good like, to know, wouldn't it? Like early on, yeah. before you invest, like, you know, like. So do you know, like, as a woman, mm-hmm. like, if I, well, I can't. Like, I've got very low chance. We need intervention, or whatever. But like, would you? Do you know any people that would, in the woman's situation, be like? I want a family and I want to conceive naturally and uh, that's that's no, it. No, you know, in this community, I mean, I've never experienced it personally. Um, and I mean, I, I am experiencing it personally. I mean, with friends, like people I know close. You don't hear about it, do you? No, I, I don't hear about it. I've, and in the community, I haven't heard about it either where someone's left. But apart from you, Kevin, I'm really sorry that happened to you. But also, everything happens for a yeah, reason. Yeah, because you, you met Nikki. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, exactly, yeah, guys. So, like you were saying there, like... like I'm not, not angry at my ex-girlfriend or anything like that. I respect her decision so much. And I like, don't mm. mean? It's a bold she one. Nat- like, conceived naturally, like, so. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't hold that person back, but I know people in relationships are probably have been in that position and probably stuck in the relationship. And yeah. They're and, not being honest. Yeah. They're and not all, being honest with themselves. And yeah. also people might have other reasons, you know, yeah. like why they don't want to be in a relationship anymore. And that could be like an easy way out sometimes, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, think- yeah, 100%. For me personally as well, I maybe I'm open-minded, but I feel like in the um, trying to conceive community, like you said on Instagram, everyone's really supportive and you hear so many different stories and everyone's experience with fertility is different. Like, art is different. Ours isn't straightforward in just male factor. I've also got the issue with my thyroid too, which can probably play, play havoc with things a little bit. Um, well, we found out and- with uh, one of the guests who had the same issue, yes. which we didn't know about, which yeah. was... Yeah, exactly. It's nice, and, good to know that like that could be a thing. Yeah. yeah, but going down the road as well, when we go through the actual IVF process, we might find that we aren't successful, and then we might be in the same situation with you, where we might have to look at donor or adoption or something else. We just don't know. Mm. And I'm completely open to it because I've I've expressed a fuzz, you know, an interest in if it doesn't work, maybe doing an NHS, um, a private funded, if we could ever do that. And, and donating some of my eggs if we had left over, you know, because if it's going to help someone. But, you know, yeah, we, we, haven't we, gone into, know. we haven't gone into detail about it, but I know at the moment we have some differing ideas. Um, uh, but Part you know, of me it, thinks, like, if this pandemic, I know this is, this is a morbid <laughs> thought of mine, but if this gets worse, 
like a lot worse. Yeah. Is it ethical to bring a kid into the world like with it so bad? You know? But that's just me. Like yeah. I don't want to. I, I know wanna... there's lots of people who choose not to have children as well, and they would probably agree with you on that count. Um, because in some ways, I guess there's a lot going outside of the pandemic. I mean, like if things get really yeah. bad, like. But there's a lot in the world that's not mm. cool that makes you think, oh, do I really want to have a kid now? Like <laughs> there's so much going wrong. But at the same time, we've all got this obviously kind of innate mm. drive or feeling to to procreate. And I think that that is what sometimes may affect you with your mental he- health when you find that you do have fertility issues, because for a lot of people that's part of your identity and it might build up a little bit of who you are so that's another crisis that you face I guess mentally when you find out that you are going to struggle to conceive naturally because everyone just takes it for granted that it'll work don't they oh yeah and, and there's a financial side guys a yeah. lot of people don't understand as well I can break up a relationship as well do you know what I mean and uh, yeah. it's, it's not cheap it's not cheap like yeah <laughs> so if you went to Norway would it be a bit cheaper than the UK do you think or is it a toss up because of flights I think it was I think, I think it was there weren't much of a difference over the time you uh, do the hotels and your food and all this and it's probably the same if I'm being yeah. honest but, um, it's an experience we the, <laughs> yeah we fell in love with the doctor and we can never agree on anything so <laughs> <laughs> that's that where we had our heart set on that but um yeah, things are, like we said, everything happens for a reason and uh, yeah. third, time, third time lucky for us. Like. Yeah, so what's the time? <laughs> do you have a kind of rough timeline of the next stage for you guys? Uh, no, like I said, it's all up in the air, guys, with what's happening in the world at the minute. We've got the email confirming and we've signed papers and uh, we haven't really had a date or anything yet. Yeah. I'm hoping it's next year. They might say this year we're, a bit, we're going to be a bit stumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there might be some flights. I know they've started flights to like local European countries. I know there's people in Spain and stuff. I think America is probably good to hedge your bets on it <laughs> taking a little well, bit longer. We got all we got all day booked for Jamaica in November. Oh, have you? Oh, wow. Oh, I hope that goes ahead and it's all cleared up by then because that sounds insane. Yeah. So um, <laughs> where can we send people? Like, I think we mentioned the Instagram. We'll just uh, mention it again to send people to go and check out all your cool stories and your messages of positivity for everyone. So we, they can go and check you out on Instagram at... Uh, the man cave basically and it'll, it'll come up guys find yeah. me every, everything through where the website on it everything oh cool yeah. and um oh, no we're back we're back yeah, we've got yeah. a live feed we're back You're here um back. um obviously we started um this podcast during the lockdown so we were saying the other day we'd love to be able to have people in real life in an ideal world um but that's not possible when so the social it, when restrictions ease though it'd be yeah. good to me could go for a run you could yeah. uh, actually show me how actual where you, proper yeah, where, run. Where, where, you from? where you from guys we're in barry oh barry yeah, yeah. Philly, really. oh great yeah. yeah so we're dead close to you so you know it'd be i wouldn't cool mind doing some runs in like a nice place yeah like you know like hill like Kefili's beautiful there's all the trails and oh, yeah, yeah. you know just, over here yeah, we just like, got uh, fellow welsh nice to speak to fellow welsh people as well yeah Yeah. i know it's lovely isn't it it's nice that like i was saying the other day having like that community in infertility but that's tangible because i know a lot of the stuff that goes on is great work but it happens in london and then you think how am i going to get to london and but we we're all quite there's quite a few people Mm. down here which is good (laughs) so we'll be sure to send people over to you um we'll put some of the graphics on the screen for on the youtube channel and stuff like that so people can uh make your way over and um yeah, so we'll definitely uh, get you back and have a bit of an update if uh, yeah, you know if you're up for it. Have a bit of a tan from California. Probably. <laughs> yeah, 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 it'd be awesome. Make sure you put your uh, sun cream on. Wear a hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love it! It's been amazing to talk to you, Kev. Thanks so much for coming on. And you guys take care. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll catch up with you in a bit. Talk to you soon. Bye, you guys. Bye. So we really hope you enjoyed that interview with Kev. Big thanks to Kev at the yeah. Man Cave. Thank you very, very much, for, Kev. Yeah, coming on and talking to us about everything you do. He's a huge advocate for promoting awareness for male infertility. And similar to and me, mental health. yeah, he's like um, a big advocate of physical fitness and keeping you mentally fit. And he's actually tagged me in yeah. that uh, 25 push-up challenge thing. Yeah. Um, so you're due to start that today. I'll which is I've just Wednesday. had a drink as well. <laughs> so well. I'm going to be doing it like sweating a lot. But no, I'll, no, I'll do it today. 
Yeah, definitely. You have Are to you meant to today. tag 25 people you tag every, every day? No, one person each day. I was going to say, I don't even know 25 people. You do. That like me enough to <laughs> message. Well, all you can do is tag them and hopefully they'll join in. And if not, mm. they don't. And, you know, if you have a tired day, um, maybe I can help you out. But I don't know. No, I I'll can't manage it. 25, but I could do some. I'll do it. I've got to be a little bit careful of my rotate, like my shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. That's the type of thing that can flare up. But. Yeah, so that's cool. I hope you all enjoyed it. And as Kev said, if you are struggling with your mental health in relation to um, your infertility then reach or in, out or in general or in general reach out to uh kev at the man cave he's good at giving you a bit of a, a pickup do you know what I mean like you mm-hmm. know if you're just like ah oh, yeah like he's the type of person that you can message not that i've done it but from what i've seen yeah and he's just like he's really approachable mm. and and likewise if you feel like reaching out come and talk to us we're always here um so that's great and this week has been We've been inundated with mail from our friends. Um, My brother said when he watched the first episode of our podcast, how have your friends and family supported you? He was like, who's that first guy? (laughs) No. This is how you introduce him to the family (laughs) for her podcast. By the way, I married a man and I've been trying to have a baby with him for Mm. years. No. Mm. Um, So we've had loads of mail. Um, Firstly, cupcakes from our lovely friend Amanda then we had macaroons from um Liz and Nick and then we've had a delicious um extra um so we're turning into fat bastards basically are. everyone so, just keeps sending us food and thanks, we're trying to be healthy so yeah. keep keep it coming but we're gonna we're gonna blame you when we <laughs> thanks don't thanks to Laura anything. for the tray bake because they look amazing and I can't wait um Laura so Nick, Lewis a fellow bird of paradise yeah and Paul her Paul mm. our lovely northerner friend mm. um yeah, so next week we might be a little bit larger on screen if you're watching on YouTube, but we don't mind. Um, I'm having so, an off week anyway. I'm just, well, um, I'm just ruined from training so much. So I've had yeah. a week off, and it's weird. I don't know, like anyone listening um, or watching or whatever. But like, if you do loads of fitness, Kev, I didn't ask Kev. Maybe if Kev's watching, we can ask him. But like, if you do loads of fitness mm. and then you have a break, I feel like shit. Like yeah. I hate it, and like when. Um, like my the Iron Man UK emailed me today, and I've got to pick, I've got to finalise the race for next year because mm-hmm. I'm doing um, an Iron Man for mental health, raise money for mind. You know yeah. this. I don't know. I'm telling you, but I'm <laughs> telling everyone else. Um, and tapering is like the worst because mm. you've got to train really, really, really hard and then step off the gas and sort of cut it back. Yeah. And I went from like running fifty, sixty k a week, yeah, to nothing because I had a baddie let's just say the polite version it was that sounds bad no i had like a an injury not an injury yeah just like a little uh basically an abscess so i had on my thigh so um but that's all cleared up and gone away now but yeah so we're both feeling a bit under the weather because we've tapered off and i think i'm a bit worried about my thyroid i've obviously returned to work and have been back at work for the last two weeks um post lockdown properly full time and I thought I was coming home and feeling really tired because it was just a shock to the system but um nothing has changed and I'm actually more tired and having naps every time I come back from work so I think that's probably a thyroid yeah so I'm gonna have to contact the doctor and speak to them about a blood test because that's gonna be another caper for our journey if we um don't get it sorted out it's quite a sensitive yeah. Factor into the thyroid because we spoke to Caitlin and Lee. Caitlin and Lee. Yeah. See, and that's how tired I am. Don't uh, judge me. I'm and just my tired. um my specialist, the consultant, he said, you know, he's he's really on board and willing to work with the IVF clinic to get things right. What, the original guy from uh, yeah, Doctor George. Yeah. The one you've had since you were eighteen. No, no, um, my recent one. Yeah. Um, so that's good. But um, because so, of that, I'm feeling a bit crappy. I'm really tired every day. I get muscle weakness and get quite cranky. So poor Fuzz is... No, but I'm the same. So we're just like, this is probably the best, the most polite we've been doing. Yeah, it's so polite to each other. <laughs> but also, nice. I mean, what better time for our friends to send us these lovely treats thank yeah. you so much um and it just shows that even even people who don't need to listen to this fertility podcast are listening and we really appreciate it so thank you for taking the time to listen to our voices go on and on and one last thing i can't wait tomorrow for a pamper day because um caitlin 
uh, forwarded me her friend Chelsea who does body shop from home and I'm gonna body shop yeah that's all the stuff that got delivered the other day and I'm breaking out in spots around my nose because um wearing PPE at work and yeah I, I'm going to have a mask. I'm going to put on my face cream and I can't wait because I work it's, from home on a Friday. It's funny. Whoop, whoop. You, you just did your little funny voice then. But what, what we were like, mm. we would like pissing ourselves laughing about. We when, when we recorded the intro for episode seven, like the, one, the episode you just listened to now, we were listening to it. And I was like, Beck, what? what the fuck are you doing? And like a phone voice. Yeah, she's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm just so laid back. So yeah. casual. Yeah, I went on a gap yard to try Is this how I sound to everyone but you probably? No, it's not. I'm no, it's not. You definitely turn it on. You go, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I'm just like the wind. It's fine. <laughs> this I, is my entertainer voice. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know. And it's it hilarious because as soon as, as soon as it goes off, it's not that same voice. Mega lols. Well, I know what we're doing as soon as this goes off. I'm going to get a cup of tea and have one of those cakes. Yeah, we're going to eat. Oh, by, I've realised by accident mm-hmm. I haven't eaten carbs for two days just yeah. because we didn't have any food in the house. There were carbs. Well, we were eating lovely salads instead, trying to be healthy. But I, I don't know how those Atkins people do it because I felt like shit. Yeah, I think dieting is very hard. Yeah, Um. so we're going we're gonna to wrap off. Mm-hmm. Wrap off? Wrap up? We're not going to have a wrap off. We're going to wrap mm-hmm. up and get wrap. going. But uh, like always... If you enjoy the podcast, if you think what we're doing is not a complete waste of time, <laughs> give us a thumbs up and a, and a subscribe on the YouTube channel. Even hit that little bell if you want to get the notifications for next time. Yeah. Um, same for Instagram. We've got a Facebook page. You know where to find this. At it's Hoping Mum and Dad on Instagram. Everywhere. Hoping at Mom Hoping Mum and Dad on Facebook and um, hopingmumanddad at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We have a Gmail account. You can Ooh. actually email us. And don't forget, you can come and see us um, hanging out on Tuesday evenings at 8pm on Twitch TV. Yep. So it's twitch.tv forward slash hopingmumanddad where we just generally bum around and hang out playing... <laughs> bum around? What are you like? Old school games on the PlayStation and chat a little bit about what's going on with us and then, yeah, just make fools of ourselves in if, general. If you're, if you're our age or older, think remember like chat rooms yeah. on the internet? It's yeah. kind of like that, but like... We just, yeah. you're all there hanging and out. And I'm there them. normally bringing the realness, realness like I am now with no makeup, glasses, no hair did. I so, wake up yeah. like this. <laughs> I woke up like this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, we'll see you soon. See you in a bit. <laughs>